Know Thyself is dedicated to the exploration of the most rewarding task an individual can ever embark on, the journey to find oneself. Our intention is to investigate the universal principles that have equipped our species to seek the treasure of all treasures, self-knowledge. With your hosts, Daniel Powinski and Eduardo Manteca. This is the Know Thyself Podcast. All right, I think we are on and back. And we are recording. There we go. All right. So, uh, yeah, it's good to jump right in into um, another one of these principles, uh, one that Daniel and I were just talking about uh, before the podcast, preparing, which is polarity and uh, and what it really means, you know, what the polar opposites are, but really how they are actually the same thing. And I know Daniel's got a lot of creative examples of what I'm trying to explain, so I'll let him take it away from here. Yeah, yeah, well, great. Well, you really just kind of broke it down right off the bat really clearly because what we're dealing with is is this law of polarity. And the law of polarity is interesting because you're dealing with things that are seemingly opposites in mm-hmm. our life. Um, they're not really opposites. They're actually just different degrees of the same thing. And this is really important when we start studying this because again, it's a universal property. It's going to be there whether we know it or not. But really, what it really kind of comes to saying is it really makes us have a better understanding of seeing the whole picture of things and really understanding that a lot of times what we perceive as opposites are not really opposites. They're more polar opposites. So they're the same energy. There's just either more of or lack thereof. So first one that kind of comes off um, a good kind of just a physical example to give us just to so we have a start working point is hot and cold, mm-hmm. right? Hot and cold, we almost perceive them as opposites, but it's really not true because if there was an opposite between hot and cold, you could almost have at this temperature, it becomes cold and at this temperature, it becomes hot. And that's not really true. Really, all we're dealing with when hot and cold is heat energy or the lack there of heat energy. Mm-hmm. So the more heat energy something has, the warmer and hotter it gets. The least heat energy it has, the colder that item gets. Okay, so you really want to start looking this at as like a polar scale. And like boiling would be far on the right, and then frigid cold ice would be far on the left kind mm-hmm. of thing. And all we're doing is talking about the absence or presence of that energy. And again, we're just talking about energy. So this is a good exercise for us because we were just discussing energy and how energy is what makes up everything. And this is just one more manifestation of how this energy works. So just to give us some really good visual examples, because one of the things we really want to do is give those examples. And this is one of the principles that actually affords us examples that we can see. So we were just looking at heat energy and cold. And a good another good one to look at is light and dark. I was just going to say that. Right, That's how right. the, the planet works. Exactly, exactly. So really, darkness is just the absence of light. And then if you're in a lighted room, it's got the presence of light. So this is why you really want to see these as polar differences. So they're the same in character, but they're just different in the degree. Okay, so this is why we could walk into a dark room with a candle and you could actually push the darkness away from wherever that candle is. You cannot do the opposite. We couldn't walk into this lighted room right now with a dark ball and, and almost suffocate the light. 
right? Because darkness is just the absence of light energy. Um, this is going to be kind of when all different kinds of scales, and again, we're just kind of given physical ones, but we're going to get into mental and spiritual ones as this podcast kind of progresses. Um, but another one is going to be dryness and moisture, right? Dryness is just the absence of moisture, okay? And one of the reasons why I like to use this idea is because this will give us a good reason of why we're learning polarity because one thing is, is you can't solve any polarized problems by adding the same polarity degree that you're trying to change. So if you're trying to balance anything, you're not going to add the degree that's going to maybe keep pushing it in the other way. So what I'm trying to explain here is, say you're trying to get your clothes dry, right? And you're just sitting outside and you're just spraying water on them and you're just spraying water on them. And in your mind, in your idea, you're like, well, I'm going to spray these clothes until they get dry. You're going to be there forever trying to get those clothes dry because you actually have to do the opposite of that polarity. You have to actually take out moisture. Okay. Now this is really important when it kind of comes down to how do you solve a violent situation? Not with violence. You want to find what the opposite of the polarity is, change that degree, bring more of a balance. If that makes more sense to you. Right. So one of the things is we always fight fire with fire and that's not really what you want to do. You want to bring in the other degree in that situation. Um, so we're going to see polarization in physical things like that. Uh, and that's really going to be a good example. Again, the physical world is really meant for examples for us to understand these principles. So that's really going to kind of give us a good starting point. Um, but what we really want to kind of discuss today is again, let's, let's just kind of jump into another Star Wars analogy. Um, balance. And that's really what we're going to be dealing with in polarity with force. And if you remember in Star Wars, and we actually had a guest, uh, I mean, I'm so sorry, a, um, a listener requests that we do a whole podcast on Star Wars. So that will be coming up. And we're just going to get through these principles first. So when we have that conversation, we could really break it down. But we will totally start breaking down movies because especially we were just talking Star Wars has so many of these hermetic principles. And, right. Um, we have to cover it. So one thing, um, and again, we're going to keep bringing it up. So if you're like, oh, I just, I've never seen Star Wars, I'm not going to lie. It might be a good time to pop that movie in. And even if you're not a sci-fi fan, really just watch it for these hermetic principles that make themselves evident. Um, if you ever look at the Jedis, they're not trying to pull the force to gain complete control. If you ever listen to Obi-Wan Kenobi or anybody, all they're saying is balance the force. Um, and that's really what we're trying to look at for the aspect of polarity with knowing thyself, staying balanced and staying grounded. Um, polarization is a universal principle that we have to understand mainly for the fact that you really want to check yourself to make sure you're not polarized to any strong side. Um, and you really want to make yourself grounded and poised and balanced individual because you don't want to be polarized because polarization is really how you can become manipulated. Um, and that's really an, an important thing for us to study about. So why we're learning about polarization is we're not really controlled. We're not really concerned about controlling other people 
at Know Thyself Podcast, but we are concerned about you being in complete control of yourself um, and definitely not letting another person control you. Yeah, that's why we talk about walking the middle path, you know, and, exactly. and, and always keeping balance, as Daniel was saying, is it, it has to do with understanding how to stay on the middle path and not letting the idea of polarization actually take over your emotional state because that's really what happens to a lot of us, you know, the absence of, as Daniel was saying, the absence of darkness, you know, is, is, is in light. And so when people can apply those principles, I think, you know, we can actually learn how to not be manipulated to lean one side over the other. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. So polarity it is the blueprint blueprint of reality. Okay. Um, you need the positive and you need the negative, right? Just look at a battery. If you don't have that negative side in the battery, it's not going to operate, right? Remember that this whole universe is like a huge electrical current. So you need that positive and that negative side. What the goal is to do is just to be grounded and not become so reactive. And that comes with centering yourself in this polar understanding. So again, polarity is the blueprint of reality. So up and down, black and white, in and out, yes, no, positive, negative, male, female. None of these are separate. They're all one and the same. Right. So they're just the opposite polarity. So everything is dual and everything has its pair of opposites and the opposites are identical in nature, but the f- are different in degree. Mm-hmm. It's really something you want to understand. Opposites are identical in nature, but different in degree. Um, so what we're really seeing and why we wanted to bring this one up is especially in this society and the culture situation we find ourselves living in the United States, we're probably at the most polarized time that you and I've ever seen in our lives. Um, I can't really think of another time that we've had such a polarized um, population. And really what we really want to kind of understand is that really you want to be able to become centered and not emotionally react to anything that kind of happens in a situation, really process it through that thought, emotion, action, rather than just a blank reaction. Um, You don't want to get overheated. You don't want to get boiled. You don't want to get a temper, right? Because a temper is just a temperature. You're not balancing out that polarity, right? You're getting really hearted and kind of heavy about the situation. Um, And this is really why what we see in mass media in America is always going to be a divide and conquer situation. So media is going to always use polarity against us because we don't understand polarity. So what they do is they try to get us to identify into certain camps. And by identifying us in those certain camps, they can almost make us move because they can get us fired up or they can just kind of get us to agree with something. But really what they're working on is they're almost playing it from the top. And we really want to get out of that position where we're getting manipulated, that they're just, wherever they're pointing the camera, they know they're going to get the reaction that they want out of that situation. So one of the big things about Know Thyself is really understanding the stuff that's happening in your culture, and your society, that might not be for the betterment of your society. Yeah. And also understanding like who you already have been conditioned to, to think like or, or right. be like. That's something that I think uh, reading about polarity and understanding 
um, more about say love and hate is really understanding the degrees of love. Cause there are several degrees of love and there's a several degrees of hate, you know, you can like, or dislike as I was, you know, reading and, um, and in that, you know, you want to understand how to use that for yourself, even before someone else has suggested anything for you, like check yourself first, obviously, and understanding this polarity is actually really helpful to, to see like what camp you already thought you belonged to. And really we just, we don't, we belong to, in my opinion, something higher or above a situation that has made us feel divided in the first place. It's like, no, we should all be walking that middle path or restoring the balance in the universe, as they say in Star Wars, <laughs> you know? Absolutely. So I, I love it, man. Um, but yeah, that's exactly it. He, what did he's really saying is, you know, one of the things about this five sense reality that we're in is it gives us this construct that we believe we're separate. And that's not really the case. Um, we're, we're unified. We're one. And we really need to understand that. And again, that's why we're kind of talking about these principles slowly. Um, but really, so many of the things that we argue about are these manipulated manufactured things um, that are really just causing problems and really what they're doing is um, I don't I don't like call them the powers to be um, but the people kind of calling the shots in the media are introducing opposing forces or like forces to get the movement that they want um, and they really play this in America between the left and the right and it's really really disheartening to see um, you could have friends that are been friends for such a long time and if one person says one thing that somebody doesn't agree with they can just especially in america we become so polarized they'll like almost shed the entire relationship away because they don't agree on this one political thing but really when you really start breaking down maybe the political argument they're talking about they really might be talking about the same thing especially in america the, the political systems are so identical that they're really not even that much polar opposites. We we have a very much the same kind of party, just with very, very um, minute details that are different. But when it really talks about the big, big aspects of what makes this machine run, they're pretty much on the same page. Um, so one thing we really want to look at is, you know, why does the media only focus on issues that divide and polarize people? Um, in America, we're very we're very um, separated on racism, classism, gun control, terrorism. It's always about separating and compartmentalizing. And again, this whole aspect, I think the whole age of Aquarius that we find ourselves in is this whole unifying approach. And this law of polarity really kind of shows what that's all about. You know, even in races, races are all the same polarity it's just the degree of pigment in your skin but we're all the human race and that's something we really need to understand especially because there's so much racial tension happening right now um, and that this all tension and all negative and i want to say tyrannical rule or people losing their rights affects everybody in the human race so even if just one groups rights are getting affected it's really affecting the entire human race and absolutely we have to stand up for the entire human race in that situation so we really just want to make sure that we're centering ourselves and not so pulled like pulled and pushed by what the media points its camera on or decides the print in the newspaper or, or online internet today with the media right um yeah i mean if i may say one thing that i 
highly suggest with polarization and understanding polarization is in the root of what everything lies, say in your heart, you have, you know, your like and dislike, they have taken the ability of love and hate and have made countless frag, like they fragmented that into tiny, tiny situations. So what you don't realize is you may be upset about the silliest thing, but they know very well that the thing you're upset about is deeply rooted within your heart and your ability to understand the love and hate situation. And so it, it makes you react in a way that you think you are defending something when in reality, you're really just letting some, I guess, idea from someone else get the best of you and work for them in that regard. And I know you have a good example about this. Right, right. Yeah. And um, you know, we're going to get into the whole breakdown of love and hate. But I think what we need to realize, realize too, is the the left wing and the right wing are of the same bird. Exactly. And, you know, that's something that we really need to open our eyes up in this country and even the world. Um, because they don't really, the people at the top are not either Republican or Democrat or liberal or conservative. They see an agenda and they just see it as their left foot and their right foot. And they operate with this. And how they do that is through the polarization of our population. Um, because they think if they can get the farm animals to fight each other, the farm animals won't realize that there's not a fence. And we got to start realizing that that fence is totally open and we could be free. We don't have to be fighting each right. other. And that's what's so important um so we really want to become polarized in ourselves and again polarization is not a bad thing thinking that polarization is a bad thing is polarized in itself right so polarization is not a bad thing you just want to make sure you're balanced and you can see both sides of the situation so all truths are half truths you have to pick up that other perspective so even if you don't agree with what somebody's saying it shouldn't make you upset right if they're speaking this you need to be able to decipher information as you think, so you feel, and so you act. And if this information, you're like, I don't believe this is true, that's fine. But you don't have to get argumentative in somebody's face about it or get mad about a comment you see on a YouTube video. Like, this is what they want. They want to get you fired up. They want to use that creative energy that you do have, and they want you to waste it on anger because it's a, a low outlet of that vibration because they know we're very creative individuals. And if they can just start getting you to waste that on anger and hate and fear, they don't really have to worry about it. They're like, oh, not only are they wasting all their energy, but we're going to sell them the next cell phone. We're going to sell them the next tool. We're going to sell them the clothes they we're going to tell them to wear. It just becomes like we just continue that wheel, that hamster wheel. And we're really trying to kind of get off of that. So really, we really want to kind of understand the importance of centering ourselves and balance ourselves. Um, and again, bring in balance to that force because that force is within us. And if we balance that force, we're going to gain a more complete perspective, right? You want to be able to see multiple sides of an argument. You want to see multiple sides of the situation. Um, and you really want to be able to do that constructively and critically and not get those emotions all boiled over. Um, again, I, there's so many people who, like we were kind of starting to talk about it and then I go on tangents and I don't like finish my statements, but I've seen it like some good friends of mine won't hang out with other friends because of somebody that they voted for. And it's like, you've been friends for years. Like you've had these amazing experiences together and one little thing like the voting of the president, which 
be completely honest, is probably not even a big deal in this country because it's run by more of like a finance organization. That shouldn't be the reason what breaks up your friendship. Um, but this is what they want. They want us polarized. Again, this is how they created the Civil War happened. It was all about that polarization, getting brother to fight brother. Um, it's something we really want to do and really understand that, you know, especially even with the riots that we're seeing in America right now, at the end of the day, both of those people on both sides of it want freedom and sovereignty, whether you're the one who's against the COVID quarantine right. or you're against the um, police brutality. At the end of the day, you just want freedom and, sover and sovereignty. So really, we should be on the same side. But both of these sides are arguing on social media when really we should be using social media to be connecting with each other and be like, hey, I've got your back if you've got my back. And that's really important. That's why that's what pushed the women's movement. That's what pushed the slavery, um, slavery, abolishing slavery movement is when the people who were trying to abolish slavery and the women teamed up. It wasn't until they teamed up and they became a force that they really started moving legislation because, again, the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. And again, they're always going to break us down and as many parts as we can. That's they're worried about the whole. That's right. exactly what I was trying to say earlier with 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 a deep rooted situation that right. we find ourselves in. So they will break it down to such small pieces that all your energy will be distracted in different areas of your life, thinking that you're fighting for the right thing. But if you just like realize that everyone else is also thinking that they're fighting for the right thing, it's why you probably have heard people say, even of our generation, you know, I was I'm a millennial, and so I've heard people say, you know, when 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 the shift started happening, say with even religion and Catholicism. Uh, I was raised Catholic. I remember the conversation amongst most of my peers was simply saying, well, they, f they seem to want this out of this organization as religion, but they're not really behaving in such a way. If you are not on their side on these ideas, then you are basically excommunicated. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. I think the whole idea of what this encompasses, as you were describing this with an analogy of the bird, is for us to be in agreement with both right and left wing to be able to, be able to, to fly, right? To be balanced. And so people just opted out of that. They opted out of whatever religion they were in or whatever organization they, they belonged to. And understanding how the reason, you know, uh, as far as like the polarization goes is finding out how it's been fragmented. So it's the same idea, but it's been fragmented and it's making you choose certain parts of those fragments as a side to, to, to pick on and then the other side needs to be rejected. And that's just completely incorrect in my opinion though, that is. And I saw that as a young, um, in a young age when I was in Catholic school. Um, another example would be, I remember being um, yelled at in my history class in eighth grade only because we talked about uh, the the Nazis and the polarization there was the way the history had written the Nazis and into um, what what had happened in, in World War II. But all I had to ask was, hey, were they ever aware of what they were a part of? I mean, these people could have been really poor and hungry, and the only option was to join the armed forces before knowing what Hitler's agenda really was. Meanwhile, people are fighting like you were saying, brothers to brothers. And I just brought that topic up and just bringing that up in this idea of polarization and standing up for what's right or what's wrong. People felt righteous enough to tell me like, are you a Nazi now? Are you?" Tr and I'm like, no, I'm just trying to look at a human without a uniform. It's like what happened in that situation is bigger than just what we've been told. And I think that's, again, the fragments that they um, will 
bestow upon a, a population that can't come together. Um, and, uh, anyway, so that's just something I was, I was thinking about is just like, no, like you're not looking at the bigger picture here. You're not really seeing it for what it is. But again, as you're saying, the manipulation comes from us not being able to unite. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And again, what did, how did Hitler rise to power? Compartmentalizing, breaking up the races, breaking up. It was a religious identity, but just fracturing it. Right. And that's how he grand control. And that's how he did what he did. Um, I mean, all the terrible dictators of the 20th century, from Joseph Stalin, Adolf Hitler, Sherman Mao, it was all about that separation. Um, and we really want to avoid any kind of tyrant that ever happens like that again. And that we do that through understanding these principles and understanding our natural rights and fighting for those natural rights. So I think that's a, it's a fascinating thing. And it's just, um, so again, this, this polarization, it's not a bad thing. It's just over-exploited in our current society. And it's very much a us versus them situation. And that's not, um, that's not a healthy situation to be in. Mm -hmm. So, um, again, we really want to bring balance to the force and really balance to ourselves. And that's really, really important for our own mental health. Um, because again, anger is going to cause stress and stress is disease, right? The disease literally breaks down to disease. So you're at unease. You're just not at ease in your body. And this anger, this hate that they kind of make us brew up. And the thing is, is you're right. They, they make us think that we're justified in thinking this. Um, they almost like empower you to think this way and to hate your neighbor because they have a blue or a red, whatever it, whatever it doesn't really matter. But what it is, is this again, it's just that fracturing of the human race and it really, really is something we're really trying to. Um, well, it's so hard to, to for some people to comprehend that when you think you're fighting for something that is right and something that is righteous, you are actually correct. But it's how the situation has been presented that is making you fail at putting that energy into something good and you're actually putting it into something bad. Right. And right. that's like where it becomes a situation. And it's not like I'm not. You Go ahead. No, but I think that's a great way to kind of look at the Nazis that didn't really know what they were doing. Like they were like those young kids who grew up poor in the Weimar Republic after world war one and went through one of the craziest depressions of all time, thought they were doing a good thing for Germany by joining the, the German military or even being involved in the SS. Um, but we can look at the evidence and be like, no, you were doing insane human crimes. So again, checking yourself being balanced enough to know am i getting manipulated where is this coming from where is this energy and getting to the root cause of things um you know we it's i think it's almost like a trend sometimes in america to jump on certain causes but then when another cause is brought up to you that might be actually go a little deeper into the cause of the problem you don't even want to look at it and you're like no no i don't i don't even want to know about that and when you're really trying to break down truth and really trying to create a better society, you're like, well, you really can't avoid any kind of information. Like if this is happening, whatever it is, like we need to uncover it and we need to talk about it and we need to transcend this. Um, so it's so interesting too, like what people are attached to. And again, I think a lot of it in America comes down to like, can I take a picture for my social media at this event to look cool? And that's a terrible aspect in itself. Um, but you know, grounding, how do you ground and um, stay balanced? That, again, meditation is a great tool to use. Um, and one thing 
that this is kind of like an old folk magic idea, but I think it's so very important, especially when we're talking about the whole universe being an electrical circuit, walking outside barefoot and actually touching nature. With touching the earth, yeah. Touching earth for about 10 minutes. Um, it's so important. There's, there's a reason why they put rubber soles on our shoes, and that's because it is a neutralizer to the energy of the earth. So if you're ever feeling a day that you almost feel like you are polarized or you're, you know, certain things are making you angry. Um, you know, maybe somebody, a coworker has a different political thought or even like I've seen people get polarized about music, you know, like, Oh, I don't like this band. It's people like will fly off. They're, they'll just go crazy because you don't oh, yeah. like a certain band, you know? And, you know, really check yourself because what they're doing that polarization they're utilizing that energy and they're stealing it from you and that energy should be what you're using to create and manifest the reality that you want in alignment with truth um so again going outside and just putting your feet in in nature is going to be such a huge huge thing that you can do that's so important and one example we want to bring up in polarization um because you're like what is a what does a depolarized person look like? Um, and this was an example I saw on um, a, um, a YouTube video called Mind and Magic, which is a great, great um, resource, especially for like if somebody's interested in more of these hermetic laws as well. Really great resource. And he brings up the example. And once he said it, it was just like it shot into my mind. It's just like, oh, that's genius. Of Bugs Bunny. So Bugs Bunny... Um, I'm sure most of the individuals know who that is, but it is like an American cartoon. And really, we're looking at the Bugs Bunny of like the 1960s and the 70s. Um, not so much like the current one that was like in Space Jam. Um, but if you ever have a chance to watch these like old school, it was called the Looney Tunes cartoons, watch how Bugs Bunny can play both sides of every situation. And he's always cool, calm, and collected. But really watch how he plays both sides of the situation. And he's never emotionally, he never gets emotionally charged up. He always can wait and react. Um, he can see the chaos and then he'll direct the chaos into the end that he wants it to be. Um, and then watch some of the other individuals on that show, like Daffy Duck. Daffy Duck, highly polarized. There's a reason why Bugs Bunny always gets the upper hand on everybody. It's not so much he's smarter, it's just that he's depolarized. So he is not getting emotionally attached to anything. He's staying neutral and he's watching the situation, he's observing the situation, and he's contemplating it. And so as he thinks, so he feels, so he acts, and then he can make that happen. This is where the term cool comes from. Um, like you always, you were kind of always trying to figure out like what was cool, like growing up, cool was like this adjective you would give to like the cool kid at school. It's always kind of hard to put your finger on it, but really what's being cool is being depolarized. I'm not saying you're going to become depolarized so you're like the cool kid, but it's that effect. It's what made you think somebody was cool was because they were depolarized. Yeah, they will. Just go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no. And so just, I mean, again, watch how Bugs Bunny works because he can literally manipulate multiple people and not so much manipulate, but he's going to get the end. At the end of the day, Bugs Bunny knows he's going to eat his carrot. He's going to get his carrot. And it doesn't matter what's going to happen in the scruffle between these people. He knows at the end of the day, he's going to be chilling and eating his carrot. And that's a great way to kind of look at that situation. You want to almost approach life 
kind of like Bugs Bunny, especially when we're dealing with individuals that aren't polarized. Um, and you don't really want to, you don't want to manipulate anybody, but just you want to make sure that you're calm, cool, and collected, and you know where your sail is going, right? You're controlling that wind, and you're not letting anybody else blow your sail or your boat, or even get water in your boat, right? Because the whole ocean can't seek your ship until you let water into the ship, right? But if you've not, you can be on the biggest ocean in the world, and it's not going to sink your ship. It's only when water and that emotion gets in there. Um, so again, staying depolarized is going to help you in so much situations, even the stress from the media that's happening right now. Um, they're pumping fear 24-7. You want to become depolarized and really investigate what is true, what is a manipulation, and really kind of get your guidance and your balance because the magician is always going to be that depolarized individual. And that's really what you want to get to. You want to balance that force. And again, there's going to be certain times um, that you need to stand up for certain things and you need to raise your temperature when it comes to self-defense or if somebody's taking away your human rights. Like, yeah, you do have to come to the call on that. You do need to defend yourself physically if somebody's trying to hurt you, right? You don't want to stay depolarized and be like, oh, I'm cool, this guy beats me up. No, you need to defend yourself. That's a natural right. But, but that's that's what you're trying to say right now. Sorry, is is the to understand the depolarization is when it comes from truth or it comes from heart or it comes from deep in. You'll know exactly how to stay in the middle of the, of the right. of the boat of both situations. You'll understand like the intention of the situation to where you know how to react and how to you know either be reactive or proactive, and you'll understand it. Um, when you can feel it inside, you know, like Daniel's saying, like you still want to defend your own sovereignty. You still want to be able to take care of your own will uh, or your, your well being, And, you know, you don't want to just, like he said, just stay cool in that, you know, you just want to maybe go a little bit more to one side if it calls for it in order to protect yourself, right. uh, to, you know, go back to balance, yeah. you know, exactly. Exactly. Um, so yeah, you know, we, you know, people really do the studying and they kind of see, you know, all the, the corruption, the tyrannical rule, whether it's political or economic, you know, there's no way to really defeat these individuals other than to turn these rules back on them. That's to become depolarized. And that's really the biggest thing they fear, is they fear individuals learning natural rights. And again, so we talk about, there's all this talk in this country about revolution right now. Why has every revolution failed in the past? It's because every revolution has been a violent revolution. How do you create peace with violence? It's impossible. We know this from the law of polarity, going back to the watering your clothes on the back porch to try to make them dry. It's never going to happen, right? The revolution is internal, right? People can get really mad about the tyrant on high in the pyramid, but they have to look at the oppressor that's buried deep inside. And it's when we kind of overcome that, that's when we can really start creating this world that we're hoping to create. But the idea of fighting fire with fire or a violent revolution, we can see through history that a violent revolution, you can't stop that violence. It's good and that violence keeps going, right? Um, so how do you do that? And like, how are we going to make this the world we want to make it in? It's really learning these principles and the law of polarity is right up there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so, you know, I do kind of want to address the, um, 
one thing that Eddie kind of broke up, and I, I really like that you broke this one down because this is kind of like when we really look at the small, the most principal form of how we emotionally react to anything. Um, and you brought it up. You brought up love and hate. And really, everything you operate is kind of through these lenses. Um, but what we're going to actually do is we're going to take a, book, a page from um, a researcher, Mark Passio. And he did, and this really opened up my mind, because I was always taught, like, you know, what's the polar opposite of love would be hate. And he really enlightened me to the idea that, you no know, hate is a manifestation of something even, even more principal or even more of an essence, and that's fear. And so really what the principle kind of breaks down to is that polarity is love and fear. So again, love and fear are the same. They're just polar opposites. Mm -hmm. And really that's how we kind of want to approach every situation because again, and we're not talking so much about romantic love or Hollywood love. You know, you have essences of that, but love. And as we move forward in this podcast, so I'm glad we're kind of defining love. Love is, anything that expands consciousness and fear is anything that restricts consciousness. So that's, that's exactly how we're going to define that. And that's how anytime moving forward in this podcast, when we're talking about it, love is anything that expands human consciousness. And then fear is anything that's going to be contract human consciousness or almost like deflate it. So love makes you want to look around the corner. Love makes you want to think deeper, do more, fear is going to restrict you do less um, so as we are kind of approaching our world and how we interact with things this is kind of the one that if you're going to be polarized on something you want to be polarized on that love side if you really pull yourself you can stay emotionally balanced to everything and just operate through love and everything you try to think feel and act is before the expansion of consciousness and everybody's consciousness you are going to be so close to finding truth and what we kind of went through in the very beginning of this podcast the alignment to truth is so important so really utilizing everything we kind of talked about becoming grounded and realizing you always have that free will decision are you going to react with love or are you going to react with fear and love is what's going to give us personal sovereignty and freedom in our world so sovereignty would be individual sovereignty of the brain. It's kind of how we talked about it, like, as I think, so I feel, so I act. That's kind of like the, like almost the um, personal experience of love. And then the social experience is actually going to be freedom. And that's really what we're striving for because human freedom is the most important thing. It's worth dying for. Um, and it's so, so important. And fear is going to be, Again, it's taken away of consciousness. So it's fear is going to be that self-hate, self-defeating idea. And adds outward. And so it's in community. We're going to see slavery. And that's exactly what we're trying to move away from. Um, there's different degrees of slavery, but we definitely can find ourselves. Majority of the people in this world are not as free as they need to be. They don't have the actual human rights that were endowed from the creator. Mental slavery. Mental slavery, spiritual slavery, um, you know, and there's, I mean, there's people still in this world that are in physical slavery, you know, with like the sex trafficking and all those situations that we really need to uncover. The only way we're going to really defeat or 
transcend any of these problems it is again self-knowledge right we can we can always point up tyrants on the top of the pyramid but it's always about taking care of the oppressor inside and then manifesting the world we really want and that's through the lens of love and that's why polarity is so so important so again we want to stay grounded we want to make sure we manifest through love and align through truth and we will start seeing returns on our investments so quickly in our five sense reality, much more than any kind of violent riot will do, much more than any kind of voting will do. It will make changes so rapidly. Um, but again, it's that leap of faith we were talking about and people need to take that leap of faith. But really from the response we've gotten from our listeners um, and uh, a big shout out again to everybody who messaged us, um, had a great conversation with Drew from Poughkeepsie um, great individual who kind of told us about his, uh, his experience with finding the occult and esoteric and it was really great sharing information with him um, and everybody else who's kind of messaged us on uh, Instagram and the website has been, uh, has been such an amazing experience. So thank you guys again. Keep everything coming and keep the suggestions coming for episodes because we, uh, like I said, we're going to work on that Star Wars episode. I can't wait. We had a few other suggestions that we're really happy to uh, to kind of tap into. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm super thankful that you know if you're still listening at this point, you'll um, discover that we'll be as current as as we can be. I mean, it, everything that Daniel and I will talk about will be easily relatable to what's happening uh, currently right now in our um, current state of mind, and I think people are starting to understand why they don't agree with certain, um, I guess, manipulations. And so those suggestions that Daniel is talking about, you know, present them to us and we'll find ways to apply these principles, these hermetic principles or other principles for that matter on, on how to navigate through, through this, especially if you're feeling like, um, most people that I talk to right now is they're aligned with truth, but they're sort of um, not so much at ease trying to navigate through it all. And so, you know, yeah. let's try to help each other navigate through this, yeah, I guess, you know, yeah, let's, absolutely. but, um, so important about the online community, you know, tapping in one of the, one of the individuals and I, I'll bring up the name next week and I'm just blanking on the minute. I want to say it's like Jackie or Jacqueline. Um, you know, she just sent us this message just saying, you know, it's just so, I think she's been a student of the esoteric studies for such a long time. So I don't think any of this information is new to her, but she was just so, thankful just to have somebody sharing this information because it just kind of raises her spirits as well you know um so yeah connecting with that online community and connecting with other individuals um because there is a lot of we're all like-minded individuals and there's there's more of us every day so it's just uh it's always good to feel safe with the community absolutely as i as i always like talking to you about this is we're gonna win oh we're gonna win we're gonna win so um uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. And uh, as always, um, until next time, until next time.